Hey, bunch of besties. Welcome back to Bunch of Beauties. My name is Sam Prevo. I am one year older. And <laughs> as always, I am joined by Jennifer Molia. I am not one year older, but happy birthday, Sam, this week. Um, I don't know if I have an exciting um thing. I had my first official radio show at Quinnipiac today. Um, I was live. Oh. I was talking. It was good. Um, link to listen is somewhere on my Twitter if you want to. And that's that's my excitement. What's your excitement, third podcast host? <laughs> uh, as always, my name is Every Ill. Um, you guys sort of know. Um, okay. Well, you you know vaguely. I I never gave you guys a definitive like yes, this is happening. Um. But for background, I mean, obviously, for the listeners, you've always heard me say in conversation about the Flyers, oh, well, Fletcher told us this, this player told us this. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or not, but last year I was credentialed through the Flyers. Well, not like kind of through the Flyers, but um, they were being very lax with credentials, but I mean, I'm going to take it. Mm -hmm. Um, Since everything was Zoom-based, they were yeah. kind of being a lot more lax on it, and I kind of think giving more access. Um, so I had the access through that, and then this season came up, and I'm like, hmm, what's gonna happen now? Yeah, I was still getting the email, so I was like, okay, still here, I guess. Um, so I found out they are still doing Zoom, um, but they are returning in person. So I reached out. I said, hey, what's going on? <laughs> um, more professionally than that. Um, reached out to the lady that um, was kind of in charge of credentials. And I was like, you know, I know normally they want people to be there like 90% of the time and hi, mm, can't do that. Can't fly to away games on a whim. <laughs> Wish I could, would have done it already. Um, So I told her that I said, I don't know how it works. She went, well, it's normally that way for beat writers, um, which makes sense. She said, um, and this is what I told you guys, but it's more official now, um, but for everyone else, um, that I will be able to go to games as a credentialed member of the media on a game-by-game basis, um, which is, sure, I'll take it. Mm. Um, That's since I work a full-time job. Um, She said, all right, we'll take you on a game. So I just have to let her know 24 hours in advance. And I honestly wanted to reply and be like, Bro, I'll let you know two to three weeks in advance. Like, I got you. Um, and with camp coming up, I also didn't know about camp. Um, I would have been allowed to go to rookie camp. Um, could not, because rookie camp was like four days. And I worked on all four of those days. Um, but with maid camp coming, um, I had reached out and said, you know, Gave my days. I said, I, I can come these days. Is that okay? Um, and I got word today that, yes, I will be allowed to go to main training camp tomorrow, mm, which yay! is exciting. Um, tomorrow, next Monday, Tuesday, and the preseason game on Tuesday, which I forgot about until she emailed back and said, hey, mm. just in case you weren't aware, there's game Tuesday. Want to go? I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, Thank you. Like, yes, I will, ma'am. Um, but I will be able to go tomorrow, which will be very exciting. It's their second day of camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I couldn't go to the first day because, again, the work grind is always 
is always fun. But um, I will have a chance tomorrow, so it'll be exciting to see it from a new perspective. I'm a little bit higher up, and God bless the fact that they wear names on the back of their training camp jerseys. <laughs> I am blind. But that is my exciting news. So starting tomorrow, I will be at Flyers camp. That's it's so very exciting. exciting. Yeah! And Congratulations. interviews are in person. I'm I mean, so they still do them on Zoom, which I was doing the last um, l- little bit. Um, but you can tell they're much happier, especially, like, AV. He was so much happier to, like, mm-hmm. be doing this in person again. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. And all these people are going to be like, who are you? You're like, I'm gonna need someone. I'm going to need someone to take too. a picture of you interviewing a player. I need to see it. Yes. Oh, God. Um, well, so the way they're doing it right now um, during the season, obviously, we'll be allowed to go in the locker room. Um, with media, they obviously need you to be fully vaccinated and show proof. Um, so I'll be able to do that. I'll have to bring my card with me because they want physical proof that you are vaccinated. So I have to remember to bring that with me <laughs> tomorrow. Um, but they do it in like a press conference room. Um, right. so we're not, you're not quite up close and personal with them yet. Just take that, just take a selfie. Um, <laughs> see how that goes. Yeah. Take a um, selfie in the background before the players. <laughs> yeah. No, that's. I low-key might. That's so exciting, especially because it's like in person now. Like I was at um, I was at a meeting for QBSN last night, which is like the Quinnipiac Sports Network, um, talking about doing like maybe like some social media game coverage with them. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, there there's such a big emphasis on the fact that like things are in person again. Like not that the sports are in person. Obviously, you couldn't play sports on Zoom. (laughs) Um, but like the fact that like media is going to be in person and like press conferences and interviews and things like that. Like they were saying the players are excited. The personnel is excited. Like literally everyone is excited to be back. So I think the fact that like you're going to be there, like as everyone's coming back, like, Oh, that's just so exciting. Yeah. It was, it was definitely interesting with the zooms this, this uh, season. Mm-hmm. Um, not too many technical difficulties, a couple here and there um, because the flyers didn't always use zoom. They used oh. a different a different platform, but I'm they went to Zoom like months ago, and I'm very pleased with Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there was really anything wrong with their other platform, but just this feels a lot easier um, to kind of work with. Um, I guess the only thing is like you have to obviously unmute yourself, and yeah, there were some that seemed to have problems with that. I guess, um, but yeah. no, it'll be exciting going back. I'm um, going back in person. I do like that they're still doing the zooms uh, a for, little like, bit. For like accessibility, that's really good. Yeah, I'm interested to see like how it's going to work for games though, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking obviously they they won't be able to zoom like the player interviews, um, but I'm assuming like AV's interviews will probably still be zoomed since yeah. he does his in like a press conference style. Mm-hmm. Um, but for that simple fact, like being able to be there then, um, and have that access, um, whenever I can go to games, which like. I will drive that hour as every day that I can mm-hmm. to go up to Philly um, and be able to have that opportunity. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And I will let you know how it goes tomorrow. Yeah. My first, my first day. Um, well, almost, I almost, when you said we, you have to do this, I almost thought you were going to say to make one of those like first day of, camp things that everyone has been doing so i was gonna bring it up because you because we're talking about like the fans and everything you can see it like the sabers like so 
a lot of teams are doing it. The Sabres have been doing it a while, but a lot of teams are doing it now. Having the players hold up signs that like look like those Instagram pictures of like little kids going to their <gasps> first day of school. That'd be perfect. And um, the Sabres ones, the last little bit, the bottoms, like my, like I'm most looking forward to blank this season. And everyone's that I've seen so far were something related to seeing the fans, playing in front of the fans, mm-hmm. yeah. being in person, stuff like that. Um, but I love the Hurricanes ones because they made them do their height in inches like little kids do. Literally, it was like a little kid. It was like, I'm blank years old. I'm blank inches tall. It's my blank year with the Canes. My favorite color is whatever. And my favorite food is whatever. That's and I was so like, cute. I was reading it to myself in like little kid voice. Like, hello, I'm Pretty Shay. I'm, I'm, 20, I'm 26 years old. Like that, that kind of way. Like Incredible. Uh, Love I just, it. I was actually thinking about doing one for myself, being like, I, it's my 10th year as a Hurricanes fan. <laughs> um, but you should definitely do one, Ariel, because it is your first day. Of camp. <laughs> Thank God. Um, uh, we'll see. I'll be looking for you in media scrums in the regular season in the locker room. Oh, just God. Your face lurking over, like, literally me because I'm so tiny. <laughs> Like, I'm going to have to be the one of those people, like, lurking in the back just because, like, I will not be able to hear or see anything. I love that. No, you'll be good. I have faith. <laughs> um, so that brings, that actually brings a perfect segue because happy NHL training camp to all those who Yay! celebrate. Today was the first all official day of camp. Yesterday was kind Ooh. of like media day stuff. Today was the first on ice activities. Um. And yeah, there's tons of stuff going on. I, I mean, where do we even begin? Um, let's begin with the best news of the day, actually. Braden Holpe's turtles made it to the U.S. Hell yeah. Sound. That's literally the highlight. Like, that's it. Like, in the show now. The, it's the best. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> at- <laughs> um, no, but honestly, like, I like so much drama has been going on. And like, with all like finding out who's unvaccinated and whatever, like, mm-hmm. it was so nice to just be like. Wow, a moment Brayden of peace. Holpe's turtles made it. Okay. Do we know Braden Holpe's turtles' names? Do we? I don't because think so. I want them to either have the most outlandish names in the world or I want them to have normal people names. The first thing that comes up when you type Braden Holpe into Google today is Braden Holpe Turtles. I I know their names. I know their names. Who wants to hear them? I want to hear their names, please. Their names are Honey and Maple. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna cry, personally. Stop. Honey they're like maple. they're they're tortoises. They're like little old ladies. Honey and maple. Honey and maple. Holpe. Russian machine never breaks. Like wrote a little article about that. Oh, we st- we love Russian machine never breaks. We do. Shout out Ian. Oh, there's like a little picture of like the little turtles. I like can't handle this. Guys, this is the best part about today, to be fair, because we're about to go into, like, a whole bunch of drama, and, like, <laughs> I, do, I needed to, like, this is, like, when it, it, we're having dessert before our dinner. We're Literally. having dessert before our vegetables. Okay, what I found was they were raising money for uh, Metro DC Food Bank um, in, like, 2020, and Brandy Holtby tweeted, we haven't quite hit our goal of 25k meals for Food, ban- food Bank Metro DC, but... I wanted to officially introduce you all to Maple Holtby, or as we like to call him, Mr. Mape. And then later in the Mr. day, Mape! <laughs> later in the day, Brandy tweeted, uh oh, Big Brother Honey is taking over the family business. And there's a picture, and I'm going to open it. And I'm 
this page doesn't exist. You're telling me I can't find pictures of turtles? That's, Excuse me? That's offensive. What's that supposed to be about? Okay. Well, they're adorable, Mr. Mape and Honey. Um, and I love them dearly. That's all. That's all for today. I, I do love them dearly. That Okay, so now let's go to the sad stuff. So, so now let's talk about everything that sucks in the NHL. Um, so, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but then more layers get added and I get more heated, so we need to keep bringing it up. Um, Jack Eichel drama, part 10,005. Boom. Um, he obviously failed his physical at Sabres camp, which is shocking to no one. Yeah. Um, so he will not report to Sabres camp. He's officially on injured reserve. However, the new little lair is that the Sabres have stripped him of the captaincy. Which is... So I want to read what Kevin Adams said today at the press conference. Yeah, do it. He said... I think we would all agree that we were hoping to avoid surgery. Unfortunately, yesterday, Jack did not pass his physical. At this point, Jack is not willing to move forward with what our doctors are suggesting for context. Their doctors are suggesting a fusion, which is a short-term fix. He would need another fusion at some point because he's young. And in young people, they usually need multiple fusions. And it would has the chance to limit his mobility. So that's option A. Jack wants artificial disc replacement, which is a little riskier. Um, it's been done on more athletes than I thought it was. It's been done on like MMA fighters and rugby players and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the most notable athlete that had it is Peyton Manning. Um, he had it at the tail end of his career. Jack obviously is not at the tail end of his career. Apparently there's risks and rewards to both. So that's the context. And then so to continue Kevin Adams' quote, he said, we will continue to work towards a solution. So that's tweet one. <laughs> tweet two was i spoke to jack two days ago i spoke to the team yesterday and addressed this jack eichel is no longer the captain of the buffalo sabers from our perspective the captain is your heartbeat of your team and we are in a situation where we felt we needed to make that decision well okay okay and we know we talked about this john sebastian day said once about jack eichel all like about his leadership all i can tell you is he's no Sidney crosby which um so i want to just okay i'm getting heated at these takes on twitter for one reason and it's because jack eichel is getting off in my opinion too easy in this Mm -hmm. situation he is in a lot of people's eyes he is completely faultless in this situation he could do no wrong and the sabers are this evil corrupt organization that are just trying to get back at him for requesting a trade and they're being horrible to him and they're like no blah 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 whatever yeah mm. this is not a black and white situation as much as people want to think it is uh, as a black uh, as much as people want to think it's a black and white situation it's not mm-hmm. both surgeries have risks and rewards jack eichel is under contract and as much as we may hate the system or whatever, Jack Eichel's medical choices, for the most part, are up to the Sabres. That's part of the contract he signed. Yeah. He knows this. Uh-huh. He's wanted a trade. Guys, this has been like a year, over a year in the making. He's wanted a trade. He's yeah. playing everyone like a fiddle. Yeah. 
That's pretty because accurate. this is perfect. The evil sabers won't let me have my surgery. Free me from this mess and get me my surgery. <laughs> Free my and man. I'm, he didn't do nothing wrong. I'm, exactly. And I'm not like denying that he deserves to get something that'll help his long term health. Yeah. But he's not completely blameless here. And I think people mm. are just so quick to jump down the sabers throats because of how incompetent they are as an organization. Yeah. But like they're a business and you have to put they're putting their business interests first. This is their most valuable asset. Mm-hmm. Jack Eichel is their most valuable asset, period. For sure. So either they're trying to keep him or they're trying to get the most that they can out of him in a trade. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going about it in the right way. But all I'm trying to say is, this is my point, because I've been trying to make this point on Twitter for like months now. and It's just like people are just like not getting it. There are two parties at blame here, and they're making the shit show that this whole thing has been. It is not as clear-cut as Jack Eichel good, Sabres bad. Or vice versa. They both suck. Everyone sucks. So next time I see a tweet crying for Jack Eichel about how awful and evil the Sabres are, play me the world's saddest song on the world's smallest violin, please. Uh, I'm still, sorry, I'm still on They Both Suck, Everyone Sucks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think this is the closest you will ever see us. And, and it's very, very on the line because we're still saying, like, the Sabres bad, like, suck, but... I'm not defending the them, guys. Closest, I'm not defending them. Yeah, the closest I think we'll get to not piling completely on the Sabres. Absolutely. Because um, mm-hmm. we are very well, very well known to do that but i mean you make a very good point and and very true point i should say is that he isn't blameless in all of this um because some of the ways he has gone about this and even the trade request have been a little um i i don't know the right word to put but not great sus he's sussy baka as the kids would say exactly I agree personally. But but yeah, there there's no like one side is right, one side is wrong. Both sides have very valid points. They, they've each put forth a very valid argument in this case. Um, and as you said, there are obviously risks and rewards to each side. But the the point here is that yes, Jack Eichel is under contract, and as much as it's, I'm just gonna flat out say shitty. <laughs> that they that a player's some of a player's medical decisions are solely up to the team. That's neither here nor there because that's just how it is. If they want to exactly. renegotiate that's in the future, yeah. If they want to renegotiate in the future, so be it. And I think they will because of this case. I I, I agree. Would yeah. see I, I said that, that today. Case. Yeah, I said that today to someone to uh, uh, a friend of mine on Twitter. I said, listen, like. I'm not denying that this is going to have like repercussions going forward. Like there's no, there's no denying that. I mean, Mm -hmm. the, the players association, I'm shocked that they're not paying more attention to this. Mm -hmm. I think down the road, this is something the players association will have to address, but that just adds another layer to why this is so complicated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that like, sort of like Ariel was saying, sorry to cut you up. Um, you can like you can disagree with the fact that um the teams determine x y and z with the players but that doesn't change the fact that like 
that's just how it is and you have to follow the rules, so to speak. Um, and that's what I think people are kind of missing because I've seen far too many people shouting into the void about this on Twitter today. And like, I know this is what Twitter is for, like to just say your opinions, but like everyone has an opinion and so many of them are similar. They're just like slightly different. And I'm like, not to be rude, but like, you're not playing in the NHL. Like, nobody cares about your opinion on what NHL <laughs> players are dealing with because you're not an NHL player. Like, like if you were an NHL player, like, sure, I want to hear your opinion on like, uh, what your teams have control over and like your contract details and everything. But like, if you're not an NHL player with an NHL contract, like, I really don't think you have much to say about this because this is just the rule and how it is. And whether we like it or not, it's simply the rule. And like, my other earbud just fell. But like, that's like my thinking on it. And I just feel like way too many people are like, oh my God, like poor Jack. And I'm like, just shut up like just stop talking like just just stop i just i think people forget that this this issue isn't just isn't just about the surgery it's about the trade trading him in general yeah right? yeah like he's i mean also i think that's also like up for debate as well like whether you think like he's handled the trade situation in general properly and whether you know he should stick it out in buffalo or he deserves to be somewhere else but I just think this whole, I mean, this also speaks to the Sabres organization being kind of a dumpster fire that we pile on all the time. But this is way bigger than just the surgery thing because it plays into the fact that he well, he's wanted out for, I would say, a year. At this point, yeah. And yeah. they've done nothing to want to, to, to entice him to stay. But they, because of his injury and because of everything else, the trade value isn't where it's at. And then you just end up in this vicious cycle. So it's not just about, like I said, it's not black and white. You can't just say like poor Jack Sabres evil or poor, yeah. poor Sabres, Jack Eichel's a diva or whatever. Like I, I'm not, I don't think any of us are trying, are saying that we're just saying that you need to look, you can't just look at this one microcosm. You have to look at the whole issue as an entire thing and understand that, like I said, everyone sucks here. <gasps> There's nothing good here at all. Period. Like, nothing about this is good. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Um, I think I think one of the other one of the other points that I've seen a lot of people bring up, and I mean a lot of people have explained like why this really can't happen. Is there people being like, why can't why can't Jack just say F it and go <laughs> get the surgery? Um, because the Sabres can be like, okay, F it, you have no contract anymore. Yep. I, I, I mean, like, a lot of people have explained it, so, I mean, there are some people who obviously understand it, but that's another big point that's coming up, too, is why can't he just, you know, say, I'm going to go get the surgery anyway, like, haha, no matter what, like, I'm going to go do this. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, the Sabres will then, haha, okay. Hey, guys, sorry for the, I think, I feel like every week now we have a little, like, hiccup, but, <laughs> um... I was just like resetting my webcam and all of a sudden it said recording ended. So that's uh, sick. But yeah, I think the, the, the general like TLDR of this whole thing is that like context is necessary in this Jack Eichel situation. And you can't just look at it and as a black and white one side's right, one side's wrong situation. There's business aspects. There's um, personal aspects. There's 
multiple, multiple factors. And it was it's just been bothering me ever since this whole thing started that Jack Eichel has seemed relatively blameless for mm-hmm. this situation because and it may not even be like a 50 50 split of blame. It's just that there is blame on both sides for how this yeah. has gone down. And yeah, it, I just much. I just I'm t- I just can't with these people like basically like white knighting for Jack Eichel. And I'm like, are you are you OK? <laughs> Like he, I don't know, he's he's not, thing. he's not the player hill I'm gonna die on. Exactly, right? Like anyway. Um so the other thing that's kind of like sad going around the league now is that we're finding out who's not vaccinated. Yeah. Um some GMs have been kind of hush hush about it, just saying like we're ninety nine percent vaccinated, one player is not vaccinated. Yeah. And then you have Steve Eiserman who's like, that's him, officer. <laughs> Tyler Bertuzzi is not vaccinated. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he outed Tyler Bertuzzi as not vaccinated. There's been a whole lot of like vaccine discourse. I don't think that we really need to get into like too much of it, but I will what I because like politics and whatever, but what I find interesting is that Steve Eiserman's like, I respect his choice. And Tyler Bertuzzi's like, it's a personal choice and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. But also, like, do you guys, like, not want your, like, coworkers to be safe? Yeah. Like, it seems very, like, I don't know if selfish is the word I want to use. But, like, that's... that's no, you like can say selfish. I think it's selfish. Like, do you not want, like... Like, do, do you not want to play full season? Like, do you not also, want the fans to be safe? My, like, so this is this is the two my like two like th- qualms with like the it's my choice whatever. We like go off about how hockey players are team guys and like it's we not I and blah blah yeah and like isn't the most like team friendly thing right now to be to get vaccinated for your for the like get vaccinated for the boys basically for like yeah. lack of a better wording of it <laughs> like. I don't really understand that at all. Yeah. Like, how are you going to be a team player if you're going to be selfish like that? And then my other thing is, like, you're not putting your team in the best position. You're not putting yourself in the best position to do statistically well. And you're not putting your team in, like, I mean, I know it's the Red Wings. So, like, the grain of salt with, like, success. But, like, grain of salt, yeah. But, like, he's one of the best guys on the team. And you're just not going to play like eight games or whatever it is that they have to play in Canada. Um, and he stands to lose because of it. Four hundred around four hundred thousand dollars. I saw that, which is like and I, I feel like we talk about this, like when we talk about contracts and stuff that like money is like no object for a lot of these um, players because of how much they make. Like when you think about like that, like 400K, like that's like. That's a lot of money. Like, like that's, that, that's like, I don't know. You know when you talk about how much money you pay to your college and, like, you just talk about it in passing, but then you sit and you think about it and you're like, that's so much money. Like, that's how I feel about this. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, 400K. And then I was like, that's so much money. And isn't his wife <laughs> pregnant? Oh, I want to say she is. Interesting. Interesting. I, this whole thing just doesn't sit right with me. And then the other person that ha- I guess is like w- notably not vaccinated, even though he's not a notable player, um, is Bodie Wild. He plays for the oh, I saw this. The Islanders. Islanders right? Yeah. Okay. 
This is man the thing. I had never heard of until today. I've never heard of him, but like this yeah. is what piss this is what pisses me off because I think this is what pisses me off about like the Tony D'Angelo discourse as well. So this was on Instagram. He said, I guess someone like said to him, like, good on you for like standing your ground and not getting vaccinated or whatever. And he said, I appreciate it, man. Hoping my human rights are enough to let me play. What a world. Like playing hockey is his God. <laughs> like playing professional hockey is his God given right. Like yeah. he was brought onto this earth and he was given an NHL player contract like everybody else in the world gets. But didn't didn't you know it's in the Constitution? I yeah. don't. Maybe in Canada, not here. <laughs> you know what? Loki wouldn't be surprised. But that's another. Like, that's another thing. What? Your human rights to what? Your, your human rights <laughs> to to be on an NHL team, like your human right to exist in this world. Yeah, you can do that. Just not on the New York Islanders. Just somewhere far away. And the reason I compare it to the Tony D'Angelo thing is, like, when people say, like, I, I made a tweet that said, like, Tony D'Angelo doesn't belong in the NHL, Jake Vertanen doesn't belong in the NHL, Logan Mayu doesn't belong in the NHL back when, like, all those things were happening at the same time. And so many replies were people being like, well, what are they supposed to do for work? Girl, like, like but we're good. Ain't my problem. Like, or how are they supposed to make a living? I'm like, ain't my problem. That's not my problem. There's a yeah, million jobs to do out there. The, right now, fast food industry is dying for workers. Go work at freaking Burger King or something. Like, literally, go do that. Like, these players, just because they have talent and they like have are like in the NHL right now, doesn't mean it's their right to play hockey for the rest of their lives. It's so stupid. Like the fact that we even have to have this conversation. I know. Like the entitlement is just so. I don't. My human rights. I almost lost it at that because I was like, "Human rights." Like a same thing with social media or whatever. Like free speech. Like guys, social media isn't free speech. You you agreed to terms and conditions that specifically Mm -hmm. said they can limit your speech. I know you don't read. I know you don't read them. But that's what they're saying. (laughs) That if you violate their TOS, their terms of service, they have the right to delete your account. Yeah. Oh, it makes my brain hurt, guys. My brain. It really hurts. Too much. Literally, too my much. brain. Oh. Um, so do we want to just get through the Evander Kane stuff as well? I uh, mean, you know what? We're already bottom I mean, of the barrel. Let's we're, just... we're hitting rock. We're just like, we're like, we're in like that episode of SpongeBob. We're like on that straight away, like down to rock bottom. So we might as well just get all the way down there. Um. Yeah. So the NHL put out a statement that they basically are clearing Evander Kane of any allegations that he bet on NHL games or did anything to affect the outcome of NHL games in order to gamble. Which, Um, pause. (laughs) I understand that, like, with these kind of situations, they don't, like, tell you, like, how they figured it out and i understand like why they didn't do that like haha privacy whatever but like is anyone else frustrated by the fact that we have no idea what happened like for all we know they could have been like you know what evander like 
you have so many other problems going on. Let's just eliminate this one and well, say that you didn't this gamble. Is what it's, <laughs> this is what it says in the NHL news release. It says, we requested and received from sport trader bet monitoring reports and analysis on Sharks games from the latter part of the 1819 season, including the 19 playoffs and the 2021 season. Our review of public and non-public documents relating to Mr. Kane, including data and analysis from a leading sports integrity service, and our interviews of those individuals most familiar with Mr. Kane's on-ice performance, yielded no evidence to corroborate Ms. Kane's allegations her husband gambled on NHL games or through hockey games. You are saying words, and I am so many. them. Um, I'm hearing the words. I don't know if they're registering. I want to know what a sports integrity service is. Right. How do I get that job? Like that job, just looking at a player and being like, "Yeah, all right, you're all right." Has integrity? Doesn't? Now I'm legit like googling like what is that? It reminds me of the John Mulaney bit where he talks about I think like Mick Jagger on SNL, where oh, yeah. like no, he'll, hear some, he'll hear something be like, "Yes, no," like that's what this job sounds like. Like sports integrity, not sports integrity. Like when do I get that job? Like, I want it, personally. Um, I also find it interesting that they didn't seem to address, like, the stat statistics people brought up. Because Patrick, I mean, Patrick, Evander Kane, sorry. Nah. Evander Kane's big argument was that he had, like, the best statistical season of his life or whatever when he was allegedly throwing games. Um, <sighs> and then so someone looked into it and found out that he had, like, like disproportionately higher, the highest give up giveaway rate in the league interesting but that doesn't seem to be addressed here they just talked to this integrity person Mm -hmm. so i want to know if they looked into that like for real because to me that's sus that's sussy baka as the kids would say um (laughs) i don't know and so now like so that's been cleared but then hold hold our hold our tea (laughs) Uh, there's new allegations from his, uh, I don't know if they're actually officially divorced yet. His soon to be ex-wife, his ex-wife, Anna, um, he, she's now alleging sexual assault and multiple instances of domestic battery. Um, they're also being thoroughly investigated, which like now I don't really trust the words thoroughly investigated. Yeah. Right. Um, but Patrick, uh, I keep saying Patrick, Evander Kane will not, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a Freudian slip, guys. Yeah. Um, he will, he mutually agreed with the Sharks that he will not come to camp. And I mean, AKA the like, Sharks said, don't show up to camp, buddy. I mean, uh, and Logan Couture, they asked him because he's the captain, obviously. And they're like, he's like, I'm not going to comment on that. And then they're like, okay, well, what about tensions in the locker room? And he's like, that stays in the locker room. So they're not going to say anything. <laughs> Okay. Um, Thanks for your input, Logan Couture. Not that you are going to say anything anyway. This is a uh, this is a statement from Evander. See, I got it right this time. His lawyer. They say to be clear, Evander denies ever abusing Miss Kane or their daughter Kensington, whom he cherishes. Of course, he does. Sure. He recognizes that they have many years ahead of them as co-parents, during which they will have to work together, which makes it that much more frustrating that she has chosen this path as everyone knows she has falsely accused him of betting on and throwing games all right i don't know if the nhl um, clearing him's really falsely. i mean also I like mm, okay like to like not to compare the situations but like 
saying, oh, they cleared him of this, like, in this instance, like, menial thing. I know in the grand scheme of things it's not. But I don't know that saying, oh, they cleared him of gambling and betting is the way to go in this situation. Yeah, I like... And the fact that, okay, like, you're cleared from this bad thing that you maybe did, and now you also maybe did this other bad thing. Like, if if someone is getting accused of this many bad things, like... like he can't have you, not done them all. Like, they can't I, all be <laughs> That's That's what I was trying to imply. Like, aren't you more inclined to believe, like... I am always, and we've said this on the show before, I'm always more inclined to believe victims because I would rather believe a liar than a potential assaulter, rapist, whatever it is. But, like, so that's why sometimes if there's, like, one allegation or, like, one person that comes out, I can sort of understand when people are like, oh, I don't really know, like, if I believe it. But this is, like, his wife. This is, like, random girls. This is, like people from because didn't like wasn't one instance in buffalo and now like this is a different instance like this transcends geographical location now yes like are we at a point where we can just say like wow there's a large volume of allegations there's a really good chance he did this like because i still see people on social media who are like innocent so proven guilty don't say that about him and it's like come on like um like again how how you don't want to die on the jack eichel hill like would you rather die in the Evander Kane Hill? Because I would not. Yeah. Like, and also, like, the 2016 allegations from Buffalo, he pled out of those. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah. So that's uh, interesting. Um, so the last little bit about this, which I find interesting, and I saw someone um, say, like, this make the same point. Um Apparently, poker's his game of choice, which, like, thank you for that tidbit of information. But yeah, really, uh, he filed for bankruptcy in January, and he listed one point five million dollars in gambling debts. Okay, guys, if she's out to get money from him, he doesn't have any. <laughs> exactly, like, literally, he has nothing financially to gain from this. That's he the thing not- I don't like. This is the thing I don't understand. Like about this, like he, they're trying to ruin it. She's trying to ruin his career. She just wants his money. Blah blah blah. He doesn't ha- have money. He has none. like, yeah. What is there yeah. to? I mean, if anything, she'd want him to keep playing hockey to make money back to pay her. Yeah, like this isn't like, and I I think also people don't understand the toll it takes on someone to keep having to do like depositions and oh, retell these stories. Yeah. I mean, the perfect example is Allie Raceman talking about having to, you know, retell her story recently um, in Larry Nasser proceedings and everything. If this didn't, why is, why would she put herself through rehashing all of these things that Evander allegedly has done to her if she didn't believe them? (laughs) And if she, like, there's, like, there's less for her to gain by continuously bringing these things up is what I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say. Like, yeah, no, agreed. like, she wouldn't, I don't know, I just, why are we white knighting for all these people? I don't understand. <laughs> like, and that's the other thing is, like, what do these fans think they're going to gain? Like, Evander Kane isn't going to be like, see you at a game, be like, oh, you stuck up for me on Twitter, you're John12345, six, like, thanks so much, man, like, really means a lot to me, like, you got me out of my legal trouble. Like, I think. <laughs> 
I don't understand what these people think they gain because the answer is nothing. Like, I know the the line is like, she's not gonna fuck you, bro. But like, I don't like he's he's not gonna fuck you, bro. Like, I don't I don't have I mean, literally though that could not be any more perfect. Yeah, and not to keep making compar not to keep making comparisons, but that's how I always feel when people defend like shitty people like Tony D'Angelo. Like, yeah. What do you gain from defending it? Like, he doesn't care about you. He literally could not care less. <laughs> like, I know that he made a, a a cameo for a literal Nazi saying, like, good job, keep it up. But, Thanking like, a man who harassed me on Twitter. That. He had to pay for that. Like, yeah, he called, he was threatened to call ICE on our friend, like, at, on our friend's parents. Like, hell yeah. Pay for that message. Like, that was not to get off track but can we talk about how that was the weirdest timeline like he literally made a video and he was like i see you i see what you're doing out there thank you for supporting me it's like you see you see him tweeting death threats at me anthony d'angelo you support that like when tony d'angelo sees that your death threats against you uwu like, <laughs> like oh my god death threats noticed by tony d'angelo x1 oh i got a cc notice it's, i'm gonna put it in my notices thread guys like <laughs> what timeline are we living in like oh i don't like god. it makes my brain hurt like it genuinely makes my brain hurt uh, how many times are we gonna say that our brains hurt on this episode oh, it's only gonna get worse um god. i wanted to quickly because we talked about like vaguely the um phf's uh protocols and stuff oh, and yeah. that potentially being the mm. reason why some players uh may have been re- like reportedly opting out so i wanted to go through them quickly um because i think some of them um are like we should you know praise the league for being this in depth so here we go this is from melissa burgess yes uh at underscore melissa burgess she is a great follow for women's hockey and buffalo She's hockey Yep, for Buffalo all hockey that. in general, not just the Sabres and, yeah. and women's hockey. So this is her uh, roundup thread of the PHF's co- uh, health and safety protocols. This is a, as of September 10th, so we're a little behind, but... That's okay. It's fine. Full vaccination is required for players, coaches, officials, staff, volunteers, and rink partners. Uh, players had until the 10th, because she said today, so it's the 10th. Mm-hmm. To opt out because of the VAX policy. If they opt out, they will not be paid, which is similar to um, uh, the NHL, the right? NHL's policy. Yeah. Weekly PCR testing, temperature tech checks, health surveys. Masks are required where social distancing cannot be maintained except on ice or while participating in strenuous high-intensity training. Teams are going to cover the cost of PCR testing. Okay. Medical, medical uh, religious uh, exemptions to vax will be considered on an individual basis, which we've also seen from other leagues. Yeah. Exempt uh-huh. non-vax players will be required to perform three PCR tests a week, separated by at least 48 hours. They also uh-huh. have a, now a director of sports medicine. Okay. And, e- and each team will have a compliance officer their trainer, unless otherwise named, responsible for enforcing the protocol. So basically like a snitch. <laughs> chief pretty snitch. much basically a compliance officer is chief snitch. i want that job um, i kind of want that job too um the phf will not allow close contact with the general public this season so no post-game autographs which kind of sucks but like you know Fair. it's the times we live in 
which is also similar to the NHL because they advised uh, players not to do that as well. Mm. The PHF has more in-depth info on their protocols regarding symptomatic testing, close contact testing, case management, blah, 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 at the, at the website. I would guess, obviously, if you're not vaxxed, you can't go to tor- Toronto when your team plays the six. That would That's be true. Um, yeah. one of my guesses. So if you're one of those exempt players, I haven't seen an instance where a player is religiously or medically exempt. There probably are some. Um, so if that's the case, then um, they probably just won't be able to go to Canada. Um, and then Melissa wrapped up the thread with, so we could see a few roster changes if players decide to opt out, but I wouldn't expect too many. Overall, the protocol seems strong, stronger than what they had in Lake Placid, which I think is the key. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's, like you said, that's the key. That's kind of the point, right, is that we saw what happened last year. Um, you saw it firsthand if you were an NWHL intern like me. Um, and it was not fun. Um, and I think that that has to be the goal of the season, is just for it to go more smoothly than it did last year. Like, I'm sure that there are other sub-goals, um, but that's got to be your primary focus is, like, having a full season, like not having a COVID outbreak, like that's got to be at the forefront. Um, And it definitely seems like they're setting themselves up like, well, Um, I feel like last year there wasn't, I could be remembering incorrectly, but I feel like there wasn't a ton of transparency going into the season about what was going to happen. Like, I think it was kind of like, yeah, like they'll get COVID tested and they have to like stay in their own rooms. And like, that's it. And like, obviously those rules weren't followed because look what happened. Um, But Yeah, I feel like all you can do is plan for the best and just leave the least amount of space for um, room for error. And I think that's what they're doing um, if they carry out these things that they're talking about. And obviously, uh, vaccines are in place, which there weren't uh, this time last year. So that's um, a positive. And yeah, I think we said this last week or the week before, just hoping for a more uneventful season should be yeah. the goal and this is setting that up for that no absolutely i definitely agree and i think th- like you said the main goal will be just make it less of a shit show than lake placid which it definitely seems like it's gonna be i think they it's funny because i think we expected i think we, we talked about this last week we expected the nhl to have some of the most lax policies when it comes to yeah the rona because of you know uh-huh. just the general trend of the values of the players and the people who run the league, but they seem to have some of the most strict policy with, with all this stuff. Um, and it seems like the PHF has taken a page out of their book. And I think normally we criticize the PHF for like trying to be the, the women's NHL. Mm -hmm. Um, but in this case, I think it was a smart move to basically copy their protocol because their protocols are probably the best I've seen and the most in depth that I've seen and the most, punitive if you decide to not be vaccinated yeah um Uh so yeah i'm just i wanted to bring it up because we did talk about it and um i could see why maybe some have would have opted out i honestly expected more nhl players to opt out um but yeah so i mean obviously with the olympics and everyone having to be vaccinated i think that helps uh boost player vaccinations because they're not gonna miss out on the olympics because of a vaccine um so yeah i just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention because i think um it's a it's a positive sign after the way lake lake placid um for sure played out 
let's go into something more fun. Yay! Always we love that. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw this like literally like a couple hours ago. Um, the NHL moved their headquarters to One Manhattan West, which is uh, in the Garment District on uh, in the Ninth Avenue area. It's near MSG Hudson Yards, etc. Um, but with that is the movement of the official NHL store. Whoa! Um, if you've never been, there used to be an NHL store near Radio City. I would say a couple blocks uh, downtown from Radio City, um, where the old NHL headquarters was. It was a modestly sized store. It wasn't small by any means, but no. it wasn't huge. Um, but this one is going to be 9,000 square feet. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. Um, and they're adding a whole bunch of technologically advanced stuff. So I'm going to go through it with you guys. Uh, I'm grabbing this from an ESPN article from Greg Wyshynski, who basically does like everything NHL everything. for ESPN <laughs> on the written side. Um, so they developed as a fanatics experience. So this isn't going to be just a shopping. This is an experience. Okay? Right, right. Oh, all right, um, all right. You got me. So they took something from the Cowboys, and I'm pretty sure I did something like this at Toronto's arena as well. So it's mm. kind of a thing that's been going around. But they're doing a virtual photo experience where Cute. there's like a t- where there's a little it's like a touch screen, like a big like uh like full size like human size touch screen. Oh, cool! And you pick a player, and they virtually show up on the screen and pose, and you can pose for a photo with them. That's cute. And you get a digital copy of uh, the image. That's really which cute. Is really that. cool. yeah, that's cool. I'm like almost positive I did one in Toronto. They had like players from all over the league. So I think I picked mm-hmm. Tyler Sagan. Um, they had that at, um, when I went to Chicago when I was like, I was like a freshman in high school. So it was like a long time ago. But they had like, um, I remember doing one with Corey Crawford because he was my favorite player. And it was like, a picture of him like this, like with his arm out. Oh yeah, yeah. And he would like stand in the arm and be like, and my yeah, mom yeah. had it like out for a really long time. And people would be like, "Did you meet him?" And I was like, "No." I love that. <laughs> but that's cute. Um, I like that. So that screen's going to be one of twenty nine high def video walls in the store that will show everything from live games to live tweets and Instagram posts from shoppers. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Um, there's a two-acre public plaza located next to the store, so they're going to put an ice rink on it during the winter months. That's cute! Um, and they're going to have fully customizable jerseys. Um, and there, so it says, uh, jerseys are expensive. I'm not going to sit here and say that's an opening price point item, so the ability to get a name and number t-shirt or a personalized hat. So anything's going to be personalizable. Person- okay, that's... Yeah, customizable. So that's pretty cool. I always thought that was cute. Like my mom had gotten me um like a Jeff Skinner hat when he was still on the Hurricanes. So it was like a Hurricanes hat and it's like his name and number like on the back. And I always thought that was cute and like nobody did it. So like yeah. okay, NHL store. Okay, product. And then it says, uh, you can bring in an item of your own and for a fee, the shop can add a player's signature, jersey number, or even a letter to that's the, cool. to the so this is my thing with that because I will say I hope it's better than it was in the past because when Jeff Skinner was named in this, uh, an A on the Hurricanes, um, I wanted an A put on my jersey. I think I remember this. <laughs> and they had made the switch already from Reebok to Adidas. And 
I had a Reebok jersey. And so they were like, oh, we don't carry um, the Reebok letters anymore. So we'd have to order it for you. And I'm like, okay. I just want an A, sir. And they're like, so it would be. I want to know what the A is different. So they're like, so it it would be $100. I'm like, $100 for a letter? For an A. I'm like, no, 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 thank you. So I never got a jersey with um, his A on it. Maybe I will like off eBay one day or whatever, but they're they're acting like it's like the scarlet letter. Like it's this like embezzled, like glowing, like (laughs) it was so scarlet A. (laughs) It was so strange. So I'm hoping that they've made it more like they're trying to say more accessible, more like price friendly. Yeah. Um, Because that's like, like, I don't, I don't understand. I think it'll help that, um, you have the option of the Fanatics jersey where the letters are ironed on as opposed to stitched on. Stitched, yeah. Um, I think that'll help offset some of the cost of customization. But For anyway, sure. the next... Uh, that was my little tidbit about it, so I hope it, yeah. it gets better. The next I, aspect... Oh, I was just going to oh, say no, go. one more thing about the NHL store. Um, yeah, as <laughs> someone who is from Long Island and is like in New York City pretty frequently, going to the NHL store is something that I would like do with like friends and family. Like if you were already in the city, you'd be like, Oh, let's go to the NHL store and like walk around. And like, yeah, you wouldn't really buy anything, but you would like, you would play with like the custom Jersey touch screen or you like stand and watch the TV. And like, if I would take my friends there, they would be like, why did you take me here? Like, there's not yep. much to like, you can hold up a Jersey and be like, and like take a picture with it. So I think that making it, like you said, like sort of like an experience rather than just a store um, is going to be cool and making it like more of an attraction. Because like I said, like I would bring people there and be like, why do you enjoy this? And I'd be like, let's look at all the fungal pops on the wall. Like it's like the equivalent of when you like visit your friends in the Midwest and they're like, let's walk around Walmart because like that's what they do. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's less Walmart and more fun, which it sounds like it will be. Yeah. So I'm excited. Anyway. Um, I'm, Sam, a, I'm like an infomercial but wait there's more i um, i feel like uh there's something i have to live react to yeah uh yeah so <laughs> there's two more things uh about the store and then we'll get into the. there's the more news. about the store there's two more things i thought we were done no there's two more things and i'll send you guys the link uh to the article because there's some cool pictures of like i what like want to go like now so it says they're having a rotating hockey hall of fame exhibit. It says hockey history is on display in the new store with replicas of original six jerseys, quote unquote, frozen in plastic as one ascends to the second floor. It's a two floor store. Oh my um, God. They didn't want to turn the store into the muse- into a museum, but they wanted to put some history of hockey in there. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, they're making display cases vibrant with rotating collections through the year, especially a teaser for what's on display at the hall in Toronto. Fun. The first installation will showcase the evolution of the hockey stick and helmet, a history, yeah. the history of the NHL all-star game and celebrate hockey in the winter Olympics. And then the oh. last thing. Yes. The store will feature a display of custom goalie masks created by the art form's most notable names, including David Arrigo and David Gunnarsson. I think Gunnarsson's the one that did Hank's masks. I was going to say years. one of them did Hank's. Yeah. While some of these masks are themed to NHL teams, including a striking one in honor of the expansion Kraken, others are inspired by New York City itself. That'll be really Ooh. cool. Guys, I want to go to the store. Field trip? I've never been to the NHL store. Um, the soft opening is this week um, for those who are in the area. And then uh, October 1st is the official opening, and the skating rink will be open to the public in November. Maybe I'll go into the city with my dad. Guys, can we go? 
Um, I'm coming for Christmas, so I would love to do that because I love New York City during the holidays anyway. Ariel, can you come in December and we'll go? Yes, I'm, I've never I'm a thousand been, percent and now serious. I would like to go. My finals week ends like December 15th. So like Let's make the plans. Let's make it happen. I want to go to the little NHL store with the little two floors. That is all. I'm excited. And that area is really nice by, like, Hudson Yards and everything. Yeah, yeah. I um, think that'll be better because it's sort of, like, in the middle, dropped randomly, like, where it was. I think it's I think it's smart because it's within walking distance of a lot of travel hubs. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could easily get there. I mean, it's a bit of a schlep from... Port Authority, but mm-hmm. you can still walk it because I've walked from Port Authority to MSG plenty of times. Yeah, and you can easily get there from MSG. And those Penn Station and Port Authority are like the two of the biggest travel hubs in in Manhattan. If you're yeah. if you're not flying, basically every other form like bus, train, mm-hmm. etc. That's like the easiest way. Like it's the most and obviously Hudson Yards and the High Line are two of the biggest tourist attractions of of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. So it just makes a whole lot of sense. So that's super exciting. Yay. Um, so now this is the thing that Jen's going to live react to. And it has I'm nothing, excited. It has nothing to do with hockey at all whatsoever. Um, but it needed to be brought up. So the studio that made Despicable Me is working with Nintendo to make a Super Mario movie. I'm excited. Okay. The Super Mario Bros. animated film is coming yep. next next December. So set your calendar. I'm ready already. Okay, okay. But they are, this December, an- NHL store. Next December, field trip to the Mario movie. So this is some of the cast that will be voicing the main characters. Okay. I want to do the ones that I think fit well okay. first because I think it'll make it'll make the shockers even more shocking. Okay, so we'll go from best to worst. Okay. Jack Black is going to be Bowser. Okay, you know what? I feel that. I feel Which that. Which can be something so personal to me. I love that man. He can be kind of... He's kind of Bowsery. Keegan-Michael Key is going to be Toad. That's incredible. <laughs> That's so good. Seth Rogen is going to be Donkey Kong. That's so good. I also feel that one is... This just seems perfect. It does really seem perfect. I love this. Okay. Carly Day is going to be Luigi. That's also... Okay. Okay. Okay, here we go, though. Aunt Anya Taylor-Joy, the Queen's Gambit, is going to yeah. be Pe- is Peach. Okay. Are you ready for who's voicing <laughs> the Mario? The Wait, already the subtle drop in the excitement of your voice. I was Are like, you- well, because Queen's Gambit, Prince of... Okay, G- give, me the- give me the big one. The voice of Mario, everybody. I'm scared. Our friendly plumber that we all know and love. Our bestie. Is going to be voiced by Chris Pratt. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) The Chris Prattification of the plumber. I can't can't do it, guys. Chris Pratt. Notable Italian Chris Pratt. Is playing Mario. The Chris Prattification of Super Mario Brothers. What I find even funnier is the um, official account for the Among Us game was so moved by this. <laughs> they replied to Nintendo America's tweet. 
saying what timeline are we living in? Uh, I'm just... I, if, <laughs> I also... Before we got on the call, I was watching a stream and this, the guy was... They were talking about this announcement. Yeah. And one of them said... I can just imagine a trailer where everyone's super into their parts. Like, everyone's, like, really into it. And then Chris Pratt is just talking normally. No, he'll be like, it's a me. <laughs> Stop! Like, like, in, like, the Star-Lord voice. It's a me. There you go. I can't. I, I, I physically, Also, mentally... like, Mario has never said anything except... Let's go. So, okay. like, yeah, how we're gonna do a whole animated movie where he says like he thought says, out like, sentences? Like, I can't imagine Mario being like, uh, "Hey guys, how's your day going?" Like, <laughs> even in the games, like you know how like like you know like none of the players really have like dialogue. You just like re- and they just they just make noises, and then you read like you read the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. They all speak to Mario, and Mario never says anything back. They're what like, if that's the movie? They're just like, help us, Mario. You gotta help us. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's just like, eee! And then does it. Like, that's it. Like, got it. No, like, like, what if that's the movie? Like, what if they just talk at him and Chris Pratt is like, eee! I just, like, and then, Honestly, like, someone though? replied with, someone replied with, like, a Sopranos meme and they're like, it's anti-Italian discrimination. Guys, we should like fan cast the Mario movie. Like, who should be in it? Oh my god! <laughs> Hockey players as the Mario movie. Who would be Mario and Luigi, guys? Just your first oh, instinct. That's too much. Oh god, I'm very bad at remembering Just any NHL reaction. player that Dude, exists ever. If it was like 2015, 2016, there would be memes about Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan as Mario and Luigi. Why can I tell you that was literally, literally my thought? Why can I tell you? They were literally them for Halloween, and um, fucking um, Radulov was um, either Yoshi or Toad, and they played actual Mario Kart in one of their houses. Why do I want to tell you? That was literally in my brain. Sim, you just ripped a memory out of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) And they're sitting in the little cars, and he's the Yoshi hat on. They drove little cars around. I think it was Jamie Ben's house. They literally just drove it through the house, like during Can a Halloween I party. That? Can I be like Mario? Mario cast pictures leaked. Yes, please. I'm tweeting that when we finish. Just be like, be like a trailer yeah. for the new Mario movie leaked. I'm tweeting it when we're done, guys. If you're listening to this, go like that tweet. Thank you. Um, Good night. I just I needed to bring it up because it just literally like felt so offensive to me. Like it just felt so like wrong on every level just every like fiber of my being is rejecting it like they couldn't find I'm trying to think of like like I would have even been okay with like if they got Robert De Niro to just be like super stereotypical like Mario like hey it's a me that would be so good like Chris Pratt the most bland human on the planet yeah I'm telling you Crisp rat, as the kids call him. It's the crisp pratification of Super Mario. It's happening. 
I also God. love that this this was made this announcement was made during Nintendo Direct, which is supposed to be like a big event to announce more Nintendo games. God. And they felt the need to announce a movie. Announce this movie and just Crush everyone's dreams. Like, there's a new Mario Golf coming out, but who cares? Because Chris Pratt is voicing Mario in a movie. Charlie Day is Luigi is perfect, though. No, Charlie Day. Charlie Day can literally do nothing wrong. I love him. Like, I'm looking at um how I think IGN like tweeted like pictures of the actors with the characters, and like you can look at it like Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Like that looks like it makes sense. Like like Jack Black and Bowser it looks like it makes sense. And then the side by side, even Anya Taylor Joy and Peach. Like okay, and then you look at Chris Pratt next to Mario. But it's just, like, and they use, like, the most, like, seductive, like, blue steel, like, headshot of him for a cartoon video game plumber man with a hilariously big mustache. I can't. I can't do this. Like, the only thing that would have been worse was if this movie was going to be live action. Oh my yes, god! Honestly. Jack Black live action Bowser, please! Jack Black live action Bowser one. Honestly, though, like, I could see him showing up to, like, record his lines dressed up as Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, I want that. Behind the scenes content. Uh, also, PSA for uh, our our audience, if you have not seen the clip of Jack Black playing the plastic toy saxophone so on Jimmy good. Fallon... Please go look it up because that man is a national treasure. Hmm. That was that was a roller coaster. I'm glad at least I'm glad at least one person had not heard the news and could. Yeah, I'm so sorry to the headphone users for um my my (laughs) moment it was revealed. I tweeted on her account, new Mario trailer leaked at Nintendo Direct. And it's saying it in bed at the Walkers. They, like, I just... Why? Why does it have to be the same actors for everything? Yeah. I'm gonna look up, like, uh, Italian, Italian American actors. I know someone said, like, Danny DeVito. That would have been Oh, that would have been funny. God. Yeah, I liked Danny DeVito. If only James Gandolfini was still alive, imagine him doing like Mob Boss Mario. That would be so good. Although I will say, cool. I feel like James Corden is in every single movie. So the fact that we got out of this Mario cast without James Corden is like kind of a blessing. Guys, did you know Nicolas Cage is Italian American? Can he be Mario? I would honestly prefer that. Yeah. No, that'd Honestly, be good. Honestly, now... Luigi, I, I stole d- the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> now I just <laughs> want, like... To steal the de- <laughs> I just want Mob Boss Mario now. <laughs> I can't, guys. I Honestly. Can't. Ma- Super Mario, but it's uh, a Soprano sequel. <laughs> Any of these would be better than, I'm sure, what the actual movie is going to be. I just... I, I literally, just... I am fully expecting everyone to be super into their part, and Chris Pratt is just doing like his basic, like, like if you guys, if you guys have seen Onward, his character in Onward, I feel like it's gonna be like that. Yeah, I was gonna say like him in the Lego Movie, how he was just like 
guy. He was just like, yeah, let's go, guys. We're in the Lego movie. Like that, like that. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. <laughs> like, like, I just can't. Like, please, please. This is no longer a hockey podcast. This is a Mario movie anticipation podcast. Okay, this is my last bit about it because now that we're talking about Mario and we'll we'll wrap up after this. Yes. Um, what is your go-to uh, character when you play Mario Kart? Ooh, I usually go Peach. Why am I like trying to actually remember? I am always Toad. Always. Toad. I want to say I'm Yoshi. In the newer ones, I've played as like the Animal Crossing yeah. villager to like be quirky, but I usually I usually go with Peach. Also, because you said Toad, um, my roommate just walked in. She'll laugh at this. The first week of college, um, I had never seen the Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty, <gasps> so my friends like showed it to me, and then for the rest of the night, we were just finding like pickle rick memes on instagram i love pickle rick. and one of my friends sent me one and it's like the toad boys and he's like mario this is the funniest shit i've ever seen he turned himself into a pickle he's pickle <laughs> <laughs> that's so good it was so also, good part two of that question uh cart yes. or cart or bike bikes 100% the bike. Ooh. I'm Yoshi on the bike. I never do I was the converted. Bike. I was converted into, uh, with Super Mario 8, the new one, the Mario Kart 8 on the Switch, I got converted into a bike. bike it's enthusiast. just so much easier for me to drive on a bike. It's so much easier to drift in the bike. Yeah. I'll have to consider next time I play. My roommates, not my roommates, the girls in the hall for me have a Switch, so maybe I'll have to, I'll have to start practicing if, if I want to yeah. If I want to get Chris Pratt out of his role as Mario, if I want to take him down. Imagine a Mario Kart tournament to determine who gets to voice Mario. No, exactly. And I will beat Chris Pratt. I will take down the Chris Prattification of the Mario universe. <sighs> Guys, With that, 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 was, <laughs> that was the laugh I needed after, like, everything. The depressing episode we had. Um... God. So yeah, that's our show. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a weird one, but a fun one at the same time, I think. Um, if you enjoyed, you can uh, listen to past episodes on whatever uh, streaming service you're listening to us on right now. And if you really enjoyed us, you can follow us on Twitter. Yay! Beauty's Pod. We're po- we post memes. Uh, I had I I didn't thank you guys earlier. Thank you for the lovely birthday message. I really appreciate it. Um, we just yeah, posted a meme about the Mario movie, so go like did. it as you just listen. About the Mario movie, uh, and yeah, that's about it. We hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, besties. Bye. Bye.